Let's get this party started. Growing some dank, guys. Welcome to Grow Talk, episode 1416. All right, man. Rocking up there. Scotty, how you growing today? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. A little post-Thanksgiving chilling. Uh, doing great, man. How about you, sir? I think we're talking about Thanksgiving on the wake and bake, right? So I won't ask you anything about your Canadian Thanksgiving. Not. Don't they have that like in March over there? Thanksgiving was way last week, bro. You got to get with it, man. You got to get in the times. All right. So (laughs) today. I'm done giving thanks then. All right. Today, show rundown, guys. We got a dank nug, Spanish moon from loving in her eyes. Uh, Chem Dog Auto from Ethos Genetics and Bruce Banner Bag Seed posted by Weed Man 505. What's up with that? Excited to talk about dank nugs. You guys can all get up some dank nugs on dogrows.com and grower questions as well over at dogrows.com. Thank you to the community helping out over there. Low humidity by Girl Grows Dank. We got some advice for you. And Girl Grows Dank, that is a, a dank grow room you're, we're going to see here. I, I, I'm going to give you some props. Um, Good. Hey, we did we give Weed Man gro- props for all those dank nugs, man, for the Spanish noon, moon? I, I heard from loving in her eyes, but she's just a breeder, man. I want to make sure Weed Man 505 yeah, yeah. give us both those dank nugs, man. Fuck yeah. I, I gave you some love. You figure out where the 505 is. Uh, 505 is, fuck, is that Albuquerque? Where is 505? Hang on, let me guess. I only know about 808, yo. Over on the over on the island. Albuquerque, got it, man. Got it. I got a lot of recharge customers. <laughs> uh, plant structure to determine sex by the drip. Let's talk about. I wish it was that easy. You could just look a that one. You could tell by the structure. Definitely a male, but a little bit more to it than that. And getting scatty softball grow dots by so sick. And this is also going to tie into storing your soil mix, or if you've amended a soil. Um, when do you need to use it by type of thing? Are you cooking it? Uh, but we'll get into it, man. All right. Off, right off the bat. Episode brought to you by realgrowers.com. Recharge, grow dots, hook it up, make growing easy, man. It has been in my grow, Scotty. I got to tell you so far, just doing the plain watering is fast. I just have, and it's so easy to tell where I had to do it once. And I'm about to head out, uh, head out of town here for the Cowboy Cup. Uh, hey, yep. I literally just... All you got to do is I have a, actually my runt plant has a smaller cup. I put these amount of water in these plants each day. Good to go. So I think you're achieving the growing weight easy. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm my best customer over here. I'll be going to the cop, cowboy <laughs> cup with you as well. And I don't want to be calling my daughter or my wife asking if she went in the grow. Oh, come on. Sorry. I know you forgot. It's 11 o'clock, but put your slippers on and go out there. So, yeah. That's yes. what I'm trying to achieve. Good and harvest. Yes, I agree with you. Check it out. Recharge is well available. Get your plants inoculated. Uh, dude grows, or sorry, dudes, dude, dudesworld.ca, who I think was Banner's idea initially. Dudesworld.ca in Canada for grow dots and recharge. Dudesworld.ca forward slash Irie. Get some Irie genetics from Ross to Jeff. Uh, and I didn't forget to say on, on real growers, if you guys don't know much about recharge, you want to hear how the GGC is using it, use dudegrows.ca. Um, we pay thousands of dollars a year for all the info on there. There's a lot of good info on there put up by the sure GGC. Um, so you can hear it from the grower's mouth on how to use these products. Just use that search bar. And I'm throwing this up, guys, because this is still going here. Rosenbaum deals, man. Hot deals. Rosenbaum has got some bundles. Uh, they have up to 50% off right now. 
You can get the rocket. You can get the how much is the rocket? Four ninety nine. Oh, hold on now. Whoa, partying with the Rosenbaum music. Um, uh, three ninety nine, man. Three ninety nine for the rocket right now. The rocket's on sale for three ninety nine, oh, and the rocket's very capable. I have that thousand dollar M sixty behind me. Awesome machine. Uh, the rocket though, for just you know squeezing periodically, was fucking awesome. Excellent machine for four hundred bucks. Uh, the rocket and her terp core is five hundred. Uh, for a homeowner to get away with sub five hundred bucks and be squeezing your own rosin. Squeezing rosin ain't hard. You take a bag, you fold up a butt in there, and you put it in there. You put some uh, parchment paper in between it, or in between parchment paper, and you squeeze. And you see rosin come out. You got to, not going to start a business with it, but you got enough to take a spoon wherever the hell it is. Mm, I and think it start, depends on where you're at. <laughs> yeah, you know what you I might mean. Start but a you, little side hustle. <laughs> there you go. You take a little spoon like this, you can start dapping your your uh, uh, parchment paper and you got a big old hunk, man, enough for the day, enough for you and your friend to go part, you know, to sesh on. It's fun as hell. It tastes good when it's fresh squeezed too. What makes you a connoisseur of things? I know this because I was trying to buy, I have like the worst shittiest uh, coffee machine. I try to make cappuccinos out of it. And it's like, this one's, they, they range from 200, $150 to $5,000. And they're like, well, this one is for the connoisseur. It's for the art. Once you start practicing the art of, uh, of, of making cappu- making espressos. I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm not a connoisseur. I know a shitty one. The dictionary says connoisseur is an expert judge in matters of taste. Ah, shit. I don't think I'm a connoisseur of anything. Pizza. Pizza. Italian food. You, you are that. Yeah, it's the only thing I'm a connoisseur of. Like weed. I could be close to a hot sauce connoisseur, potentially. Yeah. But when I see what those gangiers go through, which we should talk about soon, um, the, 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 the actually the competition logistics and how the competition's happening at the Cowboy Cup with uh, gangiers getting in on the tasting and the, the, the voting. Um, it motivated me for the DGC Cup. We might be changing the format a little, but. Dude, hang that? on. Since the last time I seen you, man, you know, I have those seizures every now and again. Well, I had one. The last one I had after I had it, everything, not everything, but hot sauce affected me differently where it only burns the middle of my tongue now. That's the only place where I can experience hot sauce, even the hottest damn peppers, but it will just burn the middle of my tongue where it never burned before. It is strange, man. Like it reprogrammed my receptors. Yeah. But you're still getting the burn at least. I mean, you want the No, it just hurts my tongue. It hurts the dot in the middle of my tongue now. And I'm like, oh, this isn't fun. Oh, all right. Anyway. Before you'll get me into funny hot sauce stories, uh, let's shout out some DGC producers here. I got EdTech64 and HLG OG. How's it growing? I'm saying now you got me thinking of uh, a funny hot pot, hot sauce story. Sparky One MA, what's up, brother? And Fat Freddy's cat. Man, you had a fat cat before, didn't you, dude? Long time ago, I had a fat yeah. cat. Yeah, we had one. Well, for some reason, my buddy gave me one for the studio. He's like, this cat sucks, but here, he's yours now, man. Be nice to him. He's just like randomly coming claws and the, yeah, it's pretty sick, shitty, but Roxy the studio. Died, cat. right? Can't died. Can't died, man. Had a good life, all right? Had a good life in the studio, man. Dude, I got to <laughs> tell you one hot sauce cat. story. One hot sauce story real quick, bro, okay? <laughs> I fucking made this midnight snack. I was in the grow all night, man, getting higher and higher. Was like, dude, it's midnight, but I'm eating turkey. Leftover turkey is the whole joy of Thanksgiving, right? 
I go and uh, make myself a plate, stuffing, potatoes. Yeah, dude, judge me. It was like 12, 15 at night. I was about to eat this shit and uh, poured a bunch of gravy on top and threw it in the microwave, ate it, and you know, talk about burning my tongue off, man. I was like, ah, dude, I mistaked super ultra hot salsa for gravy and just doused my whole Thanksgiving plate oh, with it, man. God. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. How do you do that? How do you do it looked, that? It was like the stuff that, it was the stuff that was uh, 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 blended, you know, like a blended super thin salsa type of thing. Mm -hmm. And it kind of was brown. It looked like gravy. And, you know, what the hell do I know? Dude, not having glasses, right. you know, not having your, having to use glasses and having things be about 70% when you don't have them on takes a little getting used to, man. Mistakes have been made. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's get into the show here. Let's check out this dank nug here right off the bat, guys, because uh, I want to talk some more of this nice ass orange gasm. Uh, I've been enjoying that, like every show now. I found some stash that I didn't know I had. Anyway, Spanish Moon from Loving in Her Eyes, Chem Dog Auto from Ethos Genetics, and Bruce Banner Bag Seed. Cool. It says flowering six plants in total. Oh, I got to scroll a little here. All right. Now I remember. Right, this is some nice looking nugs here. Um, flowering six plants in total in my three by four tent. Spanish Moon is in a 15 gallon fabric uh, uh, pot, living soil. And this is my second run in this pot. The Chem Dog Auto is my first run of Build a Soil 3.0 in a 10 gallon fabric pot. Right on. Sounds like it's a nice setup. And the Bruce Banner is an experiment I ran in a three gallon fabric pot with Build a Soil 3.0 and a medium dose of Grow Dots. Interesting. So, Build a Soil 3.0 is, I pulled it up here. This is meant to be kind of, depends on what you're doing, but a water only. Um, it's got three types of compost. Three types of amendments. We got oily mountain fish compost, Malibu biodynamic compost, build a soil worm castings, and a whole bunch of meat and potatoes. Can, we, like figure, can we figure out what those are doing? Because the grow dots are providing the building blocks and the nutrition. So the compost is providing body to the soil, right? It's, it's, it's providing soil structure so it can hold nutrients, so it can hold water, uh, so it can live, uh, so microbes can live in there. Well, going back to this, because I know some people's ears might be burning. The, this was mentioned as a, sorry, I'm in the, here we go. In that phase of too many damn tabs opened. Um, this is an experiment. I wouldn't be mixing myself probably. It's like synganic growing. I do use different, you know, syn like organic inputs, like insect frass, as well as synthetic mineral-based salts. I'm in grow dots right now. But I probably wouldn't in, add grow dots myself to a full enriched soil from build a soil, but his flower looks great. Yeah. So definitely. I would want to know my strain. And if I'm doing it, I'd do a light dose. Go ahead. I don't think it's, uh, they're not mutually exclusive. Is that a mathematical term? Is that a statistical term, sir? Uh, but they're uh, the only mountain fish compost and all that stuff. Like the, composted fish in there is building blocks of nutrition it's not in a plant available form it has to be broken down composted by the yeah. microbes uh in order yeah. to make it into that plant available form uh what you're and the microbes have to work to do that if there's a whole bunch of nutrient and the plant isn't sending any signal saying hey make more nutrients i'm hungry here's some exudates that i'm putting out here's something to exchange come on to the roots if they're not doing that then 
you're not using all that nutrition is all I'll say. Certainly good for soil structure. It's great, man. Hold on. I'm having a hard time keeping uh, my uh, containers evenly moist. Uh, so something like that, adding a bunch of compost in there. You know, I like to earn, uh, add 15% earthworm castings. All that is to build soil body. Yeah. And I agree with you. I just didn't want some growers to be like, dear God, Scotty's now we're trying to add grow dots to build a soil or living soil mixes. So that's not the intent. It was an experiment. Man, Jeremy's Hand calling load. me, man. He's angry. <laughs> <laughs> Another note here on um, his inputs on the grow. It says also forgot to add everything, including, uh, he said, added everything, including to the grow dot grow, um, build a soil inputs weekly, fermented insect grass, fermented comfrey for veg and fermented pumpkin during flower and recharge once a week. I like that, man. What's up? What is, let's go, you know, I love to go over each one of those. So what was the first one for a minute? Insect frass. Insect frass is basically sends a message out to, it has chitin in it, but it also uh, sends a message to the other insects, like bad shit's going on here. There's a bunch of death just happened here. Stay away. Uh, so that's not a macronutrient, but that's good stuff. I understand why they put that in there. When you do fermentation, you're also going to diversify your microbes, right? So I, it looks like most of these, I was trying to find a recipe for fermented insect press, but most of the ingredients in fermented insect press that's bottled um, involves a little bit of molasses. And I think what you're going to get there, right, is when you have insect press, is you're going to get some microbes going on and you're going to diversify your microbiome, yo. Well, specifically um, those chitin degrading bacteria. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which I love insect press, guys. It is a cool product in a lot of ways to use it. I've never thought I'd ferment anything. Maybe I should look into that. Uh, do a little home fermentation. All right, what else um, is he fermenting? Liquid pumpkin extract. Now that you know how it's, it's made, here's, here's the why use. This is pretty interesting. Um, and I don't build a soil site here. Since starting build a soil, we've been preaching do-it-yourself techniques. The, this particular fermented plant extract is made from pumpkins along with the whole plant. And all the information we have about fermenting your own extract suggests you should start with the part of the plant you wish to grow. So this is where it gets interesting. For, interest, for instance, if you wish to get faster vegetative growth, you would ferment fast-growing green leaves. Feed your plants. If you wish to grow bigger flowers, you should ferment flowers to feed your plants. It is with this idea we fermented pumpkin plants and flowers to be used as an all-natural bloom booster for your garden. I didn't think of it about like that, man. So like, yeah, if you're doing a veg ferment, you want to ferment, grow it fast growing green leaf. Um, so, what moon? You know, is this on a full moon or a new moon? Do you do this shit, man? You have to do it on the blood moon. Blood I'm just moon. kidding. I'm busting balls. I'm making a joke, but it's probably something to it. That is that biodynamic farming where they take a, yeah, yeah it's pretty interesting stuff. Plant by the phases of the moon. And this is when I read about products like this that I'm like, damn, if I was growing with, uh, you know, a mineral based line or whatever, I'd add some funk. I'd be like, why not throw in some pumpkin bloom booster, dude? But don't waste your money when you're using new products. Try and do it like a clinical trial. Like, you know, if you use it one, you, you know how, what hard, man. without it and how, what's up. I'm the fucking most slack person in the grow. Absolutely the most slack. It is not hard to take a couple little tags. Say, I'm doing this one to this and put that tag in there. Take another tag and say, I'm doing something slightly different to this plant. You, you get two of the same strain plants and you can learn a ton in your grow. Just from A, B testing. Man. 
You like saying that, don't you? No, I just made it up. No, I'm just kidding. But it's true, man. I got one here, one there. It's not good to go. ABC becomes multivariable testing, and that's more of a pain in the ass. But I have some with 30 grams of grow dots and then some with 45. And I just watch the same cherry palomas grow and see what the difference is. And you'll learn a shitload that way. Uh, Yes. And also back to what I was saying was, I've just seen it, and this is mainly working, you know, many years behind the counter or helping out customers with hydro. Um, man, I love this product because it totally helped my grow, and sometimes they're right, but other times it's because their environment changed, their tra- their strain changed, their light changed, other shit changed. And now yep. they're thinking they need this expensive bottle, but really it was something else. So try and be able to point a finger at what you got growing on, if you will. Remember how yeah. expensive Bloom Boosters used to be? I don't think they can get away with it Holy anymore. Shit. Remember there was like a $400 gallon of Bud Love Bloom Booster. <laughs> Magic Bud, X. You said Bud Blood. That was that advanced product. Was it? Um, I said Bud Love Magic X, man. If I was going to name a product, Bud Love Magic X. I'm see- Well, how much is uh, here it is? A Tommy Bloom Bastic. It's still the same label. Wow, they got the blonde in the club looking over her shoulder at you. Um, this is a hundred bucks for a bottle. What's that? Uh, we're looking at it. A Tommy Bloom. Yeah, it is kind of a funny thing. The the industry has changed so much. This is like marketing to you know guys that are going to spend their weed money at the club. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, the product's been around a while. I don't know. It must anyway, work. Bloombastic. It must work, man. Kind of song. Don't Mr. Bloombastic. Yeah. Another parody. Rambo, you're the you're the new uh, parody guy here, man. You got all the talents, man. I'm actually in. We might be having some new parodies coming, DGC. I discovered some AI technology that does three quarters of it for us. So all we need is someone to sing. You want to sing, Scotty? You want to sing, Brett? Wow. Sure. Who doesn't want to uh, sing? <laughs> the, the AI can sing it for me. We got somebody doing deep fakes and shit. I mean, they even turned me like, yeah. Let's talk about Grow Talk. Grow Talk question one. Everybody, as I have been insisting, please get your grow questions up on dudegrows.com. Uh, that's where we go to build the show and see what's going on in your grows and find all kinds of interesting shit to talk about. And more than that, DDC community will reach out and help you out, make some comments, and have a good time. All learn in public. Today, we're going to talk about low humidity by Girl Grows Dank. Since we're going to be talking low humidity, you're going to be monitoring shit. I'm going to do a quick shout out to Pulse Grow because I believe it's December 1st and they got a hot deal going, guys. Uh, just go over to Pulse. You can get the Pulse Pro and the Pulse One, both their meters. Uh, this is their extended Black Friday deal for $4.99. It's like what? Over $200 in savings. And this will make sure nothing's going to go wrong in your grow again without you knowing like that. Hits you up, emails you, SMSs you, and or texts you. Great app. Monitors CO2, monitors light intensity, light on and off long times, every parameter in your grow. And if you love data and the in-app experience, you'll love Pulse, man. They got good meters. PulseGrow.com. Any other time of the year, coupon code DUDE. Check them out. And let's try and help grow grows dank here. All right. Low humidity. Hey, DDC, I'm super frustrated. And note how this is a clean ass. This looks like a surgery room i love it um man it sucks when you start when you start uh like a email or something saying hi i'm super frustrated 
It's a coincidence. I did that too. I have, a, I have like a, an attorney, a business attorney, and that's how I start. So I started my email to her this morning. Nice. Oh, it was great. Hey, how it was are great. Accountant. Yeah. Hey, saw my credit card bill. I'm super frustrated. Uh, ADC, I'm super frustrated with not being able to get my grow room environment dialed in. I'm running the Mars Hydro FS8000 at 50% power with a humidifier, dehumidifier, exhaust fan, and just added a portable air conditioner. Sounds like you have everything you need to control your environment. I use the yeah. Pulse Pro monitor um, in the room right on, and it says now that the temps are right, the humidity has dropped significantly down to 34%. I wish she would mention what are the temps now that are right. So there's a 10 by 12 room in a basement. Um, I have no supplemental heating going into the room. I do have a wall heater that I used last winter and everything was fine. During the summer, I painted the room white, sealed the baseboards, then added patina film to the ceiling. Um, man, that's looking good. I just think I've sealed the room too well. No, no. So here's the parameter. The AC is sucking up the humidity, but without the temps running, it's running up to 83 degrees. Okay, so AC is sucking up to both. Oh, but without it, without running the AC, it's getting up to 83 degrees. That's not bad. Maybe mid to late flower. I don't want it that hot, but you can definitely take that down. I mean, it, early veg, veg, flower to mid flower even. 83 isn't the worst. Maybe meet in the it's middle not. here. It's going to grow fast AC. as fuck at 83. They actually grow pretty damn good at 83, right? It's like Florida and... Uh, what? I said they... <laughs> I said they grow pretty goddamn good in the low 80s, 83, 84 in veg. Yes, yeah, really aggressive performance, but you want to get it down lower than that, especially in flowering, man. It says my humidifier is running nonstop, but can't seem to reach the target set point of 65. I'm running at a loss and hoping someone from the DDC can help me get this room dialed in. So, so I feel like I'm chasing my tail and I'm at a complete loss of what to do. So she's saying she can't seem to reach the target set point of 65. Well, the good news is there's a, a the humidifier is about the cheapest component. If you had another add a second one, they're what, 20, 30 bucks, a very simple device. Um, and B, there are other ways. Like I used to just, I would just take my finishing containers or all the soil and uh, leave it in there. Put it in smart pots. If you got 10, 15 gallon smart pots, leave those in your grow room and keep them moist and let those be a natural moisture wick. Uh, that's why I don't have hum uh, too many uh, humidity problems because I use really big containers and uh, a big percentage of my grow is actually containers. So it's a, uh, it's moisture wick. Yeah, and even if she bumps the temp up, you know, you, I'm sure she's looking at the BPD charts that Pulse has. So let's say she bumps her temp up to 81, 82. She still wants humidity to be around the 60% mark. But this is, and I agree with you, you can add more humidity um, fairly cheaply. This is going to not be a problem for that long. You are at a point, because I run a humidifier in my grow in early veg, um, and her plants, guys, are pretty small. We're looking at plants that are in two gals. And I think you were you just talking about the up potting. Yeah, I was saying if you're planning on up potting those, um, you know, just consider leaving the containers in there, putting the soil in there. And then if you leave those containers moist, they'll just slowly wick the uh, the moisture out of them. And it, it, I accidentally found out from using too big of containers and too small of a space, it'll up the humidity big time. 
and the reason I say this isn't going to be a problem for long, the bigger her plants get, and she's going to up pot, the more transpiration will happen, and you'll find that you're not going to have to add as much humidity. Um, didn't mention what your humidity is at right now. I mean, as long as you're up there about, I like it to be at least 50% at this stage of growth. I know it's not perfect for your EPD if you're monitoring that, but you will get by until these plants get bigger. And I wanted to talk about the reason I say you can up your temps here. She's in the Spider Farmer LED. Um, and your leaf surface temperature isn't going to be nearly as hot as an LED light. So as LED growers, one of the things that's as well as which will help plant metabolism performance going into those low 80s, especially in the phase of growth you're in now. I had a good comment telling somebody, hey, your light's at 50%. Burner Herzog says, turn that light up, man. It'll help your plants grow faster. It says here, if your lights are running at 50%, turn them up. Your plants will use more water and transpire a good amount of it into the air. Having half of the humidity you want is showing the lack of energy being introduced into your grow room ecosystem. I like that word, grow room ecosystem. It so is. You're extracting en energy in three ways, AC, exhaust, and dehumidifier. It takes energy to make humidity happen. So some of your light energy is being used up, creating moisture through leaf transpiration. So yeah, turn that light up a little bit. And then she didn't mention she's using CO2, man. You're all the way there. You have everything you need to control the environment in this room. I don't know why you have an exhaust. Um, hey, and CO2 works better at higher temperatures. You get that in the 80s, CO2 starts blowing up, man. Can't keep up with the growth. Yeah, because if you're controlling, you got a heater, you got an AC, you got a dehumidifier, humidifier, you got air movement, get some CO2 up in that grow. Um, and yeah, you'll be double, double winding girl grows dank. Like it. That's a good looking grow room, Scotty. All right. It is. It's a little too clean almost. <laughs> oh, man. I was thinking about it. I was going to take, I was doing something interesting in my grow and I was going to take a picture. And then I was like, well, then I'll have to wipe down this bucket. You know, like I'm literally going to have to go either get a Clorox wipe or, you know, a rag and some soap and start cleaning the side of the bucket. And I'm like, well, if I do that, I have to do every one. And you know what I mean? And then you're just like, fuck it. Better all yeah. dudes. All right. Now I'm going to shout out to some producers, yo. I got the dudes, dude. How's it growing and smoking flavors? Smoking flavors, 505. Damn it. Cover me, dude. Cover me, man. I'm still looking herbal at the Santa. Clean grow Cover room. me for Herbal Santa. Damn. And a universal mind. Thank you, DDC Producers. Uh, if you guys want to learn how to jump on board and go over to dudegrows.com forward slash support benefits themselves, man. Pay for becoming a member of this great community. 30% off Real Growers Recharge, Grow Dots. We have monthly hookups. We're working on our December one right now. Uh, as far as getting together, I got to hold a pulse and try and get an HLG. It's going to be a big holiday package for you, Patreon producers. Uh, anybody that hasn't got their sticker packs, reach out. We'll get Warehouse Cal right on it. Just message me over at Patreon. And uh, yeah, dogrows.com forward slash support to join this community. And go hang on the Discord as well. Shout out to Soup, Maestro Cats behind the scene. We couldn't do it without you guys. Yeah, dude called me up and yelled at me yesterday. He's like, dude. There's so much shit going on on dudegrows.com. You're not there, man. It's grow.central. So, all right, man. Yes. I'm going to start hanging out there, too. Let's go to another Grow Talk question. Plant structure determines sex by the drip. The drip. Um, <laughs> let me give a shout out here. before. I hope to that's a reference course. to rosin. Okay. <laughs> I like to believe it is. Optic foyer attack. Attack. Shout out Dinesh took me to my first hockey game 
in, in, not ever, but in Canada. Saw the Vancouver Canucks, if you will. So, you know, you Is really it different like, there, oh, man? They eat like sausage on a stick or something. Kind of poutine. Like a different. Did you have any poutine up there, dude? Uh, the beer was uh, $19 for a beer. It's a new, new mind blower for me. Uh, 19 Canadian uh, dollars. <laughs> what does that mean? Come on, help me out, man. How many hours Boom. do I have to work right here to get a beer? Optic Fuller, I wanted to shout out to their ATAK, A-T-A-K. You guys are in bloom. You're in two weeks left. You're like, oh, shit, look at that leaf. Got a little bit of a PM on there. ATAC can be used all the way up till the end, man. It does not hurt your trichomes. It's got the slightest below, I don't even know the percentage, uh, copper sulfate in it. Um, and I've used a scope to check my trikes. It has no smell to it, which is what I want for anything I'm spraying when I'm at that point of flowering. And we'll get your PM at bay. You're going to have to keep reapplying and keep scouting in your grow. There's no spray I know of that you should be spraying in your flowers that just, boom, powdery mildew, gone forever. Uh-huh. You really got to be looking looking for stuff and scouting it out. So check that out. And also their transport, man. Badass product for anything you're spraying. Tell your local grow store, give me some optic fuller. And you know what, DGC? I'll hit up Dinesh. He is very giving. Um, and we'll get a bunch of shit going for you guys, uh, your DDC producers as well. All right. What are you going to say, Scott? I don't know. No worries. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, plant sex here. Can you judge a plant to be male or based on its structure? These are all from a five-pack of regular seed, and we're looking at little plants in solo cups. No way at this point can you just look at that those plants that are three, four inches tall and say male or female. Um, there is one solid way to tell, though. I don't care, but can you show this uh, picture of male? This definitely is like solid way to tell if you have a male plant there. Uh, <laughs> You're horrible. I've heard of this. This is good. See? Only a guy would find that funny. Okay. Okay. I had to have All some right. fun there, guys. We're just looking at it. Get it off. Get point. it off. You have to watch the video show. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you watch the video show. Looking at structure, I can say sometimes I have noticed, and it's not a guarantee, male plants can be taller, grow a little bit quicker. The spacing of the branches going out is bigger. And someone who was in here that uh, agreed with me, it says blue groove, smooth moves. I've noticed that males tend to grow taller, faster, and more internodal spacing. I'll agree with all of that, but that isn't 100% of a guarantee. It's not 100%, man. It is definitely not. You can't go in and uh, sex these by that. My plants, not. I'm going to say 80 to 90% of the time, once they get into a one gal and they start to get I know the roots are rooted out. I have a plant that's probably almost a foot tall. And I really look at it hard. Going to be able to find pre-flowers or a little pistil of a female flower on the plants. And that's not guaranteed, but that's my tactile. Show show what we look like. Because shout out to Grow Weed Easy. Yeah, this was cool. Here. We had a nice conversation uh, before the show, learning a little bit and the, uh, the scientific terms. All right. The bract and the calyx, yeah. man. All right. It was a good words, right? Yeah. You got it. <laughs> uh, Grandma, can you show the, uh, we got the male free flower and then the female free flowers over on, uh, yeah, this grow weed easy images I pulled up here. There we go. There we go. Yeah, Money. Baby. So this first one he's showing female pre flowers where this red arrow, I think if you click on it, Grambo too, it'll get pretty detailed. It's a little white hair. Nice. And I've had plant, I had to look all over the plant, but it's a small plant and a one gal. 
And there's only one, only one of the little slightest of these. And it's a great way to tell that you have female. You can see if you scroll down or go back, Grambo, the pitcher is uh, a free flower that hasn't released its pistol yet. Scotty, you can see it's like a little. I'm looking. And what is that thing? That's the, the, the little white thing coming up there. That's how you're going to be able to tell if it's got that white yeah. pistol, then that means it's definitely a female, right? Yeah. Show, scroll up and <laughs> show the male pre-flower now. The male okay. pre-flower, it's like a little, it's like a little ball, but it's Ooh, very close. There you go. The I see a ball. It's very mm. close to the female pre-flower before the pistol comes out. So the pistol for me is the guarantee. Right. Uh, you have some grow hacks on this, I guess, as far as if you're, you're cloning. You said you can take cuts before they even root and put them in a 12-12. And then even if they don't root, they'll still start to show. Is this is yeah. that one your hack? You can clone in a 12-12, absolutely. So if you were to take a, a couple cuts, you know, take a bunch of cuts, uh, take one or two, you know, take one of each and put them in 12-12, and you'll be able to see. They'll root as well. Yeah. yeah. And another, which it's not super applicable, depends on what your end goals are. There are companies out there now that will say, take leaf samples and tell you what's female and male. Um, but there's plenty of time, man, to, ca to call or take out what's male once you change light cycle. Uh, I know you say, well, sometimes you'd like to know sooner because you've cared for it through veg. You've, it's taken up space. It's used nutrients. Um, but if you, you can always, let's say you have six plants and then you find out Two of them were males. Instead of taking those other four plants, you were going to go to five gals. Maybe now you have room to take them to seven gals. And you can even do that when you go to bloom. So what I'm saying is if you go to bloom and you find out that, oh, shit, these two, you're in the first, you'll know within the first seven to 10 days of bloom, typically. Like, yeah. These two definitely look different. Yeah. They're males. Get rid of them. There's still enough time, as long as you're gentle, depending on how last time you transplanted, to upplant, to make those females you have grow bigger than you thought you would since now you have more space. You know, those two males are gone. So always, keep, that's kind of a little trick. Keep in mind, you can transplant up um, and bloom. It's, some people say that, no, I don't suggest it, mm. but I've even transplanted up and bloom. What, you can. I mean, you don't want you to wait too long, but if it depends if you're really smooth with it. If you're in a pot that you can do it easily, you can transplant with little to no shock. I'm, yeah. I'm a transplanter. I don't like to transplant and bloom, but I don't mind. I, I noticed that cannabis plants, they're so aggressive. If they're healthy and have a great environment, they'll just fill the canopy. They'll just fill that space. So you might have to water them more often. But uh, yes, yeah. but they might need the bigger battery. So two weeks into bloom, man, they're still going to thrive and push. They're still transferring really? to vegetative bloom. Like you can get away with the train. I'm, not I'm calling my buddy here. who serves on the yeah, board of the Florida Nursery Growers and Landscape Association. I'm going to look at their at their BMP manual. Okay. Yeah, my I shit might not be. Uh, you you grow beautiful weed. Foot. I just want to say you grow beautiful weed, and you haven't. I don't think read too many textbooks on it. So what you do seems to work. I, cannabis is super forgiving. I'm not sure we have to do, uh, you know, everything in the textbook. You know, what, what I'm talking about, honestly, is for uh, super rare palm trees that have to be grown perfectly and stepped up perfectly or else they get humps in them and they become imperfect. And instead of being worth thousands of dollars, they're worth hundreds of dollars. So I might come from a different uh, perspective on this. Well, you grow a very forgiving 
crazy ass plant too, bamboo. You know what I'm saying? So it's nice. That's that. why I don't grow palms anymore, man. Hey, when I when I say cannabis transplant at this point, it's forgiving. That means you have a good environment, you have a vigorous plant, everything's really healthy. Sure, transplanting a plant that's not happy already and shit, like yep. stacking yeah. trouble on trouble. Definitely. Yep. Uh all right. I dig on that. Was uh we'd have some uh DDC producers on this. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we do. What am I talking about here? Oh, I was missing. Them. I didn't scroll down enough here. <laughs> I don't know. Do we handle that good enough? I think we gave good advice. Yeah, um, I think that was good conversation. That's what we're here to do. We're here to get some conversation going, right? Maybe point it in a good direction. Yes, exactly. You can All right. Get, uh, more analytical. No, don't get more analytical. Have fun with it. Uh, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. I wanted to shout out, guys, all of our pros are listed over there. Coupon codes of your shopping for your grow. And these producers making the show happen, bringing us the questions. Grow can advocate. Sticky sack. Sticky sack, Scotty. Sticky sack. On? I go to the Grow Coast, man. All right. Grow Coast, what's up, man? You think you can get a sticky sack at the Grow Coast, dude? <laughs> Sup. Conductor. Oh, it's a superconductor. Super. Sorry. Sup. Super. Superconductor. That's pretty cool, man. Sup, super? Superconductor. Sounds like a DJ name, doesn't it? Oh, a little bit. Yeah. Who was the selector? Was that? That was Nick wasn't it? You guys remember Nick the yeah. hash maker? Yeah. Yeah, he was the selector. <laughs> That's awesome. Super concentrator. Oh, superconductor. Man. That's cool. I just can't get over your first name being Supa. Not bad. I like it. Not bad at all. Moving on. Let's hit up um, Super Real. Girl question. Oh, girl like question that, three here. The name my kid. Uh, girl dots. Girl dots by so sick. So I love that. So sick. Oh, I hope uh, he's not so sick. Really, that made me sad when I read so sick, man. So sick. Yeah, buddy. There's one mountain biker up here, Remy Metallier, that uh, I showed you. We should do. We did a video on him in last week in Baker. He's riding down the side of the cliff in uh, Squamish there. Wingsuit cat and climber and whatnot. Yeah. For, he always says on his rides. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. And he's French. But anyway, that's for me. Thinking about Damn. biking again. We'll do and grow talk. English is a complicated language, right? Especially if you don't speak it. You know, and somebody's like so sick. You're like, what does it mean? man? You know? I'm all like, oh, that's so sad. You're like, oh, hell yeah, that's awesome. Because we both interpreted sick, the word sick differently. I would think on a degree level, complicated languages, French isn't really high. I mean, we got Chinese, Japanese, um, I don't know, Thai. That, some of that shit probably I guess it depends on who's trying to learn it. Maybe a Chinese person can learn to speak Thai easier than an American person. Something like that. <laughs> For some reason, YouTube showed me a video of Japanese people trying to imitate English people, you know, or Americans. And they were just trying to, they didn't know any words. Like, I don't know any Japanese words. They didn't know any American words, but it was the attitude was so fucking funny, man. Yell that into your phone, dude. You'll laugh your ass off. All right. Question here. What up, fellas? Again, thanks for the discount code on my new 5x5 and 4x2 AC Infinity Grow Tents. Right on. As there's a, actually a banner for AC Infinity right now. How interesting. Yeah, Dude Grows over at AC Infinity to hook you guys up. It says, deck them out. The 5x5 is for the wife. She really is growing to grow veggies. And the 4x2 will be going in my walk-in closet. I'm going to stop there. I love it. 
He's like, you really will be growing veggies. Like, <laughs> yeah, here's right. a way to get to get your grow. It's just you don't tell the wife you're just getting a tent to grow weed. You're like, I'm also getting you a tent to grow whatever you'd like in. Yeah, like that's to show the cool, landlord. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, see, we are growing, but that's really cool because some people I, I don't even know they're a grower or will get into growing just by provide provide that for them. Give them some seeds to grow whatever in there, microgreens, room to get in. That's that's nice. Um, anyway, that got me excited. Four by two will be going into my walk-in closet. Here's a question. I did a five-gallon pot and used some peat, rice hulls, worm castings, and mushroom composts and grow dots. Okay, so peat's the base here. We're all pretty familiar with peat. Very popular um, uh, degraded forest product, do I say? It's basically from bogs that it's, uh, man, how old are those bogs? Yeah. They're super old. Know. Tens, hundreds, what? thousands, millions of years old, dude. Was I used to actually drive by a peat bog when I'd go to one of my grow houses. I wondered what it was, just a bulldozer. And it was about maybe, I don't know, it was just scraping the bottom of the earth, man. And it was just rich, super rich soil, man. Um, uh, so I did a five, okay. Didn't the, look like the, that. The rice hulls would be for aeration in the mix. Worm castings gives a little nutrition, microbe life, and mushroom compost as well is going to be a little bit of eating potatoes, microbes, uh, and grow dots. It says, life got in the way, and I never planned any, planted anything in this pot. The soil with the grow dots have been in that pot for three months now. Are the dots in that soil still good? I never watered that soil either. So that's my question. I'm going to say yes. You know, they're just in storage, Right. There be any effect? There's no there's, there's no roots asking for anything. There's no microbes breaking down anything. That soil should be ready to go. Sorry, I'm sh I'm trying to find a picture of a peat bog because they're fucking cool looking. I was gonna get one to Grambo. It's it's an easy answer though. Uh, no, those the uh, controlled release fertilizer or the yeah, that's actually there's slow release and controlled release. Controlled is like has its own program it delivers. Uh, the controlled release fertilizers are affected by moisture. They have to have moisture, and then the temperature matters after that. But without any moisture, there's no release. So it's encapsulated. They're they're good as new. They're still under warranty. What do you think? Yeah. And then that's <laughs> what the other, you know, if you have soils and bags, obviously they stay good. If they're not, you know, don't let, don't store your soil outside. Of course, you can have outside bug pressures. Um, some people, if, depending on what organic mixes or living soil mixes they're making, quote, cook their soil for like two, two, three months sometimes I've seen where it's just in the container covered and they'll come and stir it every once right. in a while. Um, Moisture is going to release in those grow dots. If you if you have those and you consistently water it, um, uh, the nutrient's going to release in there. It's determined by moisture. It needs moisture there, and then it's determined by temperature after that. Higher the temperature, I mean, even if it's higher release, the release, but where is it going? Nothing's using it. You know what I mean? No, that's what I'm saying. Then your soil's going to get hot. Oh, I got you. I got yeah, it's you. not like it's not like nutrient magically, you know, like the plant needs to magically pull the nutrient for it to release. You know, think about essentially yeah. why they use those because yeah, of all the runoff and stuff, you know. I love it in the comment here. Dr. Feelgood 
was saying maybe there's some other dot growers. So you have a category now called dot growers. I don't know, but I got to get on here. Dr. Phil, Dr. Dr. Phil, thanks so much for helping me handle all these. Uh, I do promise, man. It's not my New Year's resolution because I'm doing it now, man. But dude and I were talking. I got to start hanging out here and participating more in these conversations, man. It's good shit going on here. Yeah, um, I'm I'm stoked that you're getting a lot of traction on the uh, the grow dots here, guys. These questions aren't like inserted specifically for grow dots by any means. There's a lot. If you go to dogrows.com, there's a bit of trendy grow dot questions going. So when you first came up with this shit, I was like, huh, one part, eh? Yeah, okay. I've seen pe people try to make one parts before. It will. It's there. No, there. there's another one. Sorry, I found a, a link in the, that I put in the format that is just like a uh, Pete. There you go. Look at that one down there. Come on, that right there. Hang on. This is like what it looks like. It's not all romantic. The Pete bug <laughs> is probably the one by the <laughs> by the grow. But it's just I don't know. They're just scraping the earth, man. Right. That's why Pete is not a renewable resource. Cocoa is. Cocoa comes from coconuts. Scotty wanted to make sure that uh, I took note that I was trying to show like a peat bog, a beautiful thing that's part yeah. of nature. He yeah. wanted to make sure we all knew. That's what it really Here's what like, it looks man. like. Yeah. That's so dark. anyway. That's dark. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It didn't make me feel good driving by there anyway. Um, anyway, sorry about that. What else, dude? I got oh, Thanks for the question. So sick. And man, good on you for getting the wife a grow tent. Um, hey, I'm going to shout out to some DGC producers, Montana Altitude. How's it growing and boned <laughs> to the stones? Thank you for helping produce the Dude Grow Show. Who you got, Scotty? <laughs> hey, I got OGs, man. Pack NW Dan. What's up, man? And Bilbo Swaggins. Both y'all been with us a while, man. Thank you for the support, y'all. Growers love. <laughs> we'll say for any of you uh, content creators out there, or I don't know if anybody's noticed, we've been recording the show on Discord now instead of Zoom. And uh, it's a better, it works better. Uh, things are a little bit smoother. I can actually see what's going on when yep. uh, Grambo's running the board and showing things. And I think I look a little crisper, maybe. You know, I know Scotty doesn't want this. He wanted me to stay, you know, stay blurry, maybe man. Glorious. <laughs> guru and i talked on the phone and he said bro i've looked into everything to get dude to look better if you can figure it out i will applaud you and i spent i literally spent like three weeks and then shout out to nate from the international church cannabis turned us on to discord and i must say i didn't want to bring it up today we upgraded our uh, setup even more a little bit today and damn brett you got beautiful eyes Wait, you wrote a love letter to Guru. You're complimenting dude on his eyes, man. I mean. Everything's cool, man. I'm single and ready to mingle, cool, DGC. Man. See you at the Cowboy Cup. <laughs> oh, yeah, yep. I'm getting there. I'm getting the uh, stash is about ready to come out. Um, Cowboy Cup stash? Yeah, I'm going to have my, I don't know what I'm going to do. I thought about even getting a Cowboy hat, but I think that was taking it too far. I don't know. Maybe, though. <laughs> they don't travel well. I don't like that though. They don't travel. Well. I've ever seen anybody with traveling the cowboy hat and they have it in the cowboy hat case. You're like, oh, oh yeah, cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I take that shit serious, dude. Speaking to people in cowboy hats, me and my wife, I can never find anything to watch on TV with her. But we started watching like the Carol Baskins, or Carol, and what's the Tiger King guy's name? Right. It's the Tiger King yeah. story. It's like some I bullshit. Like, the Tiger fucking, King. Uh, 
No, it's like whatever his name is, man. But it's one of them. Uh, I think it's on NBC or Remake? something. It's hilarious, man. It is hilarious. It is so funny. That character is funny as hell, man. They both are. All right. Now you're, you and your wife are both a little dumber. Uh, yeah, I'm trying here, man. What do I want to think about <laughs> shit all the time, man? Sometimes you just want to laugh. But most of the stuff on TV right, don't really make you laugh. What's going on in your grow, man? What are yeah. you up to? Yeah, what's going on is I was trying to think about evaporation, the same thing. Uh, I'm actually, I actually have to have a dehumidifier that's sucking all the moisture, that's sucking the moisture from the wicking pots. The pots are constantly wicking from the bottom and they're constantly wicking moisture up. And I was thinking, man, I'm losing a lot. Like the top of the container is a lot drier than down deep in there. So I was like, man, I'd like to have something, some kind of mulch for the top of it to keep the moisture in. And I started thinking about rubber mulch. And of course I'm like, yeah, man, what do you think about that rubber mulch? So I start Googling it and it starts talking about all the chemicals that start kind of either off gassing or leaching into the, uh, into where you're planting. And I hadn't really thought, I don't know, actually, it doesn't take a deep thinker to think that's going to happen. But like, it'll <laughs> fuck your shit up with heavy metals and stuff. It'll really screw up your soil. And so I'd watch that rubber mulch stuff. And what I ended up with was smoking a couple joints. And you ever seen like the shower pan material or the pond liner stuff? You know, it's like, it's this stuff. It's like this rubberized here. I got a bigger piece. It's like this rubberized stuff. You can buy it at Home Depot yep. by, the, by the foot. Ooh, huh? man, I just started taking scissors and cutting it into cutting it into pieces like that. And then I just took a whole shitload of these pieces and started throwing them down on the uh, uh, on the top of the container and just kind of covering it with a bunch of surface area, maybe 15 or 20 of them. The water drips in between them really easy. So kind of a similar idea to rubber mulch why not cut banned. one one piece to size instead of a whole bunch of little pieces? because then the water when when i top water every now and again the once a week yeah. treat uh then the water doesn't disperse properly oh you gotta be like i think that the the sub-irrigated planter city pickers I think they have like it's like the shower cap like type see thing, I yeah i gotta it's stop cool. inventing shit and just start searching for shit on the internet it's probably already been invented every problem i got right uh yeah i can cite you one here check out these uh rain science a new product from them called eclipse um and that's these covers that go over the top and they're pretty slick man and they come in all cool. sizes like everything from like a two gallop to a 65 gal uh, so these guys are a sponsor of the show, and I didn't even know this existed. I'm telling you, I got to get on the internet more. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they're, they're, they're and check out also, guys, Rain Science Grow Bags, um, coupon code DUDE over there, all their air pruning pots. I dig them. Tons of the DDC are using them. You know, if you're not aware, air pruning is pretty dope. It makes it super hard for any new growers or whoever to overwater your grow. Yeah. Uh, there's yep. so much oxygen available to your root zone through these. Uh, so I've been digging. I've been digging. Um, in my grow, man, I'm just uh, not inventing, I'm not doing anything. I'm about a month just over, as I look at my watch, a month and a couple days in the bloom. Plants are looking freaking great. There's no burn from anything anymore with the grow dots on one of them just because it was a little hot. And yeah, one, I can't, I can't uh, and I'm sorry to bore the DGC. I have to start more shit here because it is winter time and it's time to pop more beans. 
um, and maybe even set up a third grow tent. But before I do that, I'm ordering some carbon filters because I already know uh, the upstairs tent is by my laundry room. and I'm going to hear about odor soon from my mother-in-law. Nah. I love the odor, man. It's like, dude, like the smell of a, a smell of a grow house, like to me, and I don't, I don't have like a grow house. I got three plants right now and a four by three. I'm going to start some more, but a little bit of the dank, man, is great. Yeah, I saw pictures of my outdoor greenhouse recently, and it just reminded me of how much fun it is to fucking grow giant plants from the sun, you know, for like 12 bucks to grow like a pound of weed. And I was thinking how sucky it is because my one neighbor doesn't like the smell of it. Shuts it down for everybody. Yeah, I don't you have a greenhouse. You should at least be growing a few. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, my sun grown Dude. last year was or this last season was so good. So good. The inspector anyway, and I are on a first name basis. Okay, it's Chad now. Okay, yeah. man. Like the guy, he's like, come on, man. Just why do you make me come over here all the time, dude? Why do you make me? Chad, like a Chad? And what is nah, it's Chad? cool as fuck, man. Inspect, like I said, it's 2022. My inspector has like full sleeves and shit like that. I'm sure you'd see him riding on a weekend. Uh, t- totally cool guy, man. Yeah. But isn't there like a like there's a Karen, but then there's like a Chad? I believe too, like so. There's there's this, there's stereotypes about people's names if you like that, dude. If you want to promote that, man, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> man, not I really. still got a cough, I man. I bet I got not the weed lungs, but uh, man, I got what that cold ten days ago. Still got a cough, man. Sucks. Well. Uh... I feel for you, kind of, but I haven't seen you cough during the show, so good to go. I'm going to do some shout-outs here to wrap the show. Hope everybody had a good show. DoGrows.com forward slash support. Check it out. Become a DGC producer. And I'm a shout-out to HippieVet1620 and Malcolm, a.k.a. Stim Splitter. All right? Don't let the plants hear that. A hot compost. That sounds like a jazz album, doesn't it, man? Hot compost. And Blue Kiss Gardens, what's up, girl? Looking forward to seeing you at the Cowboy Cup. I'm going to give it up to Jeff P. of New England again. Shout out. Shout out to all you DDC producers. And I'm going to get out of here, man. Stay higher, my friends. Uh, We'll be coming back at you soon with the Cowboy Cup report. So stay tuned for that. Looking forward to it. Yeah, right on. Definitely looking forward to that. Bigger is the dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's is to take a little break. 